everyone. Welcome to this week's Indie Artist Music Hustle with Blonde Intelligence. I'm your host, Miss Ronnie. We have a very special guest this weekend. We have Zayman out of South Florida. Say hello to everyone. What's going on, y'all? Zayman out of South Florida, Broward County. How you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Okay, well, we're going to start off, as always, with letting you take over and tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, my name, my artist name, stage name, Zayman. You can uh, Google me, Z-A-Y-M-A-N. Look me up on Instagram, Twitter, Zayman underscore Kush Gang. That's my label, Kush Gang Entertainment. Um, just Google me. You can find out everything about me in the bio. I got, you know, a lot of work on there. I've been uh, putting in work for about five, six years in this music business. You know what I mean? Um. I got a good amount of music out there, so you can get to know me just from that. You know what I mean? And I'm not hard to find. You know what I mean? So here I am. Okay. Hey. Well, tell me about your latest single. Uh, my new single, Only Fans. Um, pretty much. I mean, I don't want to say I put too much uh, preparation into it. Uh, one of my one of my producers that I work with sent me a, a beat package, like usual, and one of the beats in there got my attention right at the time. So. Uh, I pretty much downloaded it and got to work. I recorded the house. You know what I mean? I got to work, got a mix. Sounded better than I planned. So I put it out quicker than I planned. And everybody's enjoying it. Everybody's liking it. You know what I mean? So that's how I ended up on here. You know what I mean? And pretty much we're going from there. The numbers are going up. Okay. So this is a question that I have started asking independent artists. I'm going to ask you this. What made you decide to submit your music out to platforms like SharePros and submit hub and different things like that and when you decided to do that do you feel like that it was easier than the word of mouth and the other promotions that you do so tell me about your experience with deciding to use those types of platforms uh, well pretty much um I, I invest in myself. I mean, obviously, you could, you could tell. And even though I pay people to do, you know, promotion and marketing for me, you still got to, you know, try to go out there and do something for yourself. The more people working, the better results you get. So I was pretty much on the Internet just looking for ways to promote myself. And I came across SharePro and it seemed pretty easy, you know what I mean, and cheap. You feel me? So I submitted. I got a lot of good results. That's how I met you. And. I mean, I feel like it's, it's it's the way to go. You know what I mean? Because finding each individual person, DMing each individual person by yourself, that's going to take a lot of time. You know what I mean? And time is money. So it might seem like you're paying somebody to do something you could do yourself, but, you know, that's you're going to get guaranteed results going through this route. So I definitely um I definitely told a few of my uh, friends that I know that are artists. I told them about it. And I definitely recommend any artist that's watching this to definitely hop on that ASAP. So that you use it more for promotion or more for feedback? Um, actually both. You know what I mean? I want to say that at first I was uh, coming to look for promotion, but uh, feedback's always good, good and bad. You know what I mean? Bad feedback to help you improve yourself and good feedback to help you improve yourself too. So, yeah, you know what I mean? I don't I don't want to say I was coming to look for feedback because at the end of the day, you know, I'm not uh, making music. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to switch up what I do off of one person's opinion or anything like that. But 
it's definitely good to hear. You know what I mean? Especially when uh, it's people that you know that have uh, more experience than you do, or at least experience in what you do. You know what I mean? So it's definitely good to get feedback. Okay. So have you ever thought of it as a networking tool? And tell me how important do you feel like networking has been in COVID season? Well, um, it's definitely a great networking tool um, because reaching people, that's that's hard to do, especially like you just said during COVID. You know, I mean, before you could, you know, before COVID, you can go every weekend, every night. You can go to a club or a showcase or a, a lounge or a party and introduce people. But are you guaranteed to run into the right people? You know what I mean? And then when COVID came and you couldn't leave the house, you was pretty much uh, stuck to social media. But then again, is everybody who they say they are through social media? You know what I mean? There's a lot of clout chasers out there and a lot of people trying to take your money. You know what I mean? Because they know that artists are out there trying to invest in themselves. So networking through COVID is, is great. Networking without COVID, I think is great. Like I said, because you could do a lot of work and meet nobody, meet no one that can help you out. You know what I mean? So it's definitely the way to go. Okay. With you being an artist and people getting vaccinated and getting things getting ready to open back up and everything, how do you as an artist feel about the first time of anticipating performing in a massless crowd uh it's gonna be uh it's gonna be pretty nervous i mean i'm gonna be pretty nervous it's gonna be a little nerve-wracking but you know like i always say you know the rapping the rapping is, is kind of like acting so you know when the time comes and it's time to get up on the stage i'm just gonna you know get into get into the zone and do what i do but it's definitely gonna be you know a little nerve-wracking i definitely had to um take a few covid tests this past year because i traveling and stuff like that you know what i mean being an artist so Doing it mass is going to be a little bit crazy, as crazy as that sounds, because it's only been about a year, year and a half. But, yeah, it's going to be a little crazy. But, you know what I mean? It's part of the job. All right. So, tell me, number one, how long have you been an artist? Um, I want to say about five, six years now. Five, six years. Yeah. Tell me, what process do you go through to write a song to have it go through production and present it as a finished product pretty much um i get i get beats sending me all the time i got producers always sending me beats and i'm always shopping for beats matter of fact any producers listening to this kushgang.im at gmail.com send them in you feel me i'm always trying to work with new people um i get the beat I pretty much don't try to force anything too much. Like, I don't just go and go in the studio and make a song. But if I get beats that I could, you know, if the beats giving me a hook already, I just go in the studio. I really I haven't wrote a song in like two years. I pretty much just go and put the beat on and, and freestyle and punch in. Um, I, I make a few tracks. You know what I mean? When it's that time, I don't try to rush. I might go a month, two months without rapping or recording. But then I might I might go in the studio and do five, six songs in one night. And then um, pretty much I send them out to my engineer, get them mixed and get them mastered. And I, like with me, I'm not I'm not signed to no label. I'm signed to myself. So I don't ever have a, a throwaway song. You know what I mean? Some songs are obviously better than others, but pretty much I, I make them, get them mixed and mastered. And I put them out for my fans and, and see who likes what and see which ones do better than others. And then I go from there. You know what I mean? Okay. The songs that do better, shoot the videos for them. And, that's pretty much it. Try to collect some royalties and do it again. 
Okay. So I want to ask you this question. <clears throat> I was watching, and uh, I guess it was a live or something that Jim Jones did. And he was saying that people got mad at him when he was saying that being a hip hop artist is a dangerous profession. Do you think that being a hip hop artist is a dangerous profession or that birds of a feather flock together? Um, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to agree and say it's a dangerous profession because if you if people think you're a successful hip hop artist, then they think you have money. So an athlete's a dangerous profession because if you're a professional athlete, they think you have money. If you are a doctor, a good doctor, you know what I mean? People are going to think you have money. So there's going to be people out there trying to rob you and take from you. Obviously, a rapper, you kind of, you kind of have to uh, show and portray to sell your image more than a doctor would. But at the end of the day, you know what I mean? If somebody's out there ready to rob and take someone's money, if they find out you're a doctor or a rapper, they're going to think you have money. They're going to try and take it. So I'm, I'm going to have to agree and say it is a dangerous profession. Now, I will agree that some rappers do, you know, take it to the extreme and put themselves out there to make it more dangerous than what it already is. But I can't say that uh, there's no rapper out there that's not in any danger because if you're a successful rapper, they're going to think that you are, you're making okay. money. So tell me this then. I'm going to give you a few rappers. And I want you to tell me who you think would be the least likely about money. Okay. Fresh Prince. Uh, Rakim, Mac Dre, and Zero. What was the last one? Zero. Zero. And you said which one would be the, the least animosity about money? Yes. <sighs> That's tough, from, but... Coming from... Because it seems like a lot of it come from a place of people hating of course you're gonna have people hating you're gonna have some people that's gonna be brown nosing but who do you think will face the least animosity bro i was gonna pick fresh prince why um you're from west I, philadelphia west philadelphia yeah i was gonna say that but i feel like um from my knowledge from what i would say is that uh he kind of got his got himself away from that so the people the type of people that would but, you but it's but it's only only based on image, only based on image. Yeah, on his, on his image, and I think the, what I would like to say is, is that your image can portray the type of people that you hang around, and no matter your image or what type of people you hang around, no matter how much money you got, you shouldn't have a friend or people around you that feel like you owe them something. You know what I mean? If 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 my friend becomes a millionaire. Yeah, I would love for him to break me off with some money. I would love for him to invest in my my music career. But he doesn't have to. You know what I mean? If he doesn't, we still going to be friends. So if you're around people that aren't really your friends, then those will be the ones envious of your money. So that's that's why I picked uh, Fresh Prince. So Seemed the like reason it. why I asked that question was because although being in a hip hop game is dangerous, do you think that some artists make it dangerous for themselves by the energy yeah. that they put out? For sure. You got to you got to think that, uh, you know, what I mean, one, one, uh, A&R told me that um, good publicity 
is is a uh, great publicity. Bad publicity is good publicity, and no publicity is horrible. So you got at the end of the day, people. It's sad to say, but when you are scrolling down your social media and you see happy things, you see them, you like it, you keep scrolling. When you see something horrible, you stop and you click on it. So some people definitely use violence and and bad images and stuff like that to promote themselves and get themselves seen and that and all that's going to do is just it's just going to you know attract that stuff to you you know what i mean if you if you're promoting violence you can't expect happy people to come run up on you in the mall you know what i mean that's just that's just what it is okay so with that being said I listened to a lot of music that people were saying to me to listen to. And I was like, well, why would you say that you got to shoot a person like this and 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 make blood spew like this and all this kind of stuff? Why would you? I mean, what do you think that I would have to say about it? I was talking to my boy about this the other day. And it's like, yeah, there's a lot of supposed murder murderer rappers but if you was really out here killing people you wouldn't be telling people in your songs because you're stitching on yourself so it doesn't make sense they're using it you know what i mean for an image to to sell and people some people buy it some people don't but um i personally i don't have any ops that i know about you know what i mean i, I ain't murk nobody you can hear it in my songs but i still got plenty to say and plenty to rap about you know what i mean and i make trap music but i'm not out here uh when I walk out my house, I ain't, I ain't, you know, looking over my shoulder about nobody. And I, I'm not trying to live that life. That ain't the way to go. So I, I agree okay. with you. I, I don't know what the deal is, but they, they trying to sell an image. And sometimes when you sign to a record label and you owe, you owe somebody a lot of money, you got to do what you, you got to do to pay them back. So who knows what kind of contracts these people are in. So let's say somebody goes on SharePro, for instance, right? And because I even got some horrible cut from the same songs that you loved, I got some horrible comments. So should I, you know what I mean? How should I feel about those? Let's start over. So tell me what were my comments for your song on Share Pro? Oh, now you, you, I liked your review. You, you kept it real. You told me, I think one song, you told me that uh, you would prefer if I were to use more of a short, catchy hook instead of a long hook. And then you told me, I think some, I think uh, I might, you might've been the person that told me on one of my uh, hooks to lower down the auto tune. So you gave me actual good criticism, but what about the people that's like, oh, like for instance, you, I have a track, my single called Only Fans. I had somebody said, oh, this song is funny, but I think it's trash and Only Fans is old. That's been out for months. Nobody wants to listen to this garbage. That's not helping me out as an artist. And I didn't make, I didn't even make the song about a girl's Only Fans page. So Wait a minute, the one that I told about the TikTok that you probably could push it on TikTok. I I don't know. No, I don't think I don't think you said anything about TikTok. But it's one of the single. You heard the song. It's the same song you heard. You heard two songs from me, but it's two songs. But I'm saying there's a difference between a review and just you, he didn't really tell me nothing to make it better. So, but that's his job. I paid him for it. He's a he's a song reviewer. You get what I'm saying? So. How should I take something like that? Would you respond back in a, in how you feel? Or I just laughed it off. I told him thanks with a LOL because he didn't help me with shit. But you know, I could have, I could have, I could have wrote a lot more. I could have, I could have, I could have went out, found him on Instagram, put him on for all my followers to see on Instagram and, and Twitter. 
and Facebook, but I didn't, you know what I mean? So that's why I kind of, that's how I was looking at it because it's a music reviewer and I had music so he could say what he wants to say. I wouldn't go find his Instagram page and be like, oh, well, that's why your mama look like this and your girlfriend's, uh, you know what I'm but saying? So if, Hold up. But what if he said that and then he had a big platform and he went and put on there that unfavorable review and every time every week he put an unfavorable review and it just goes on and on and on how are you going to feel about this same person same person well that's the thing if i if he put that review out and i go say something about him on the review and then he goes and says something back it's going to be back and forth eventually i'm gonna get more follower I'm gonna get more followers and listeners on my song, regardless if they're good or bad. Am I not? If he keeps talking about me, it's gonna help me out. If he, if my mean, song was trash, if my song, if I did feel my song was trash though, I'd be, I, I'll, I'll curse, I'll curse. <laughs> why would you do that, man? Why would you? Why would? Why would? Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, that would be stupid. But I'm just being honest. I wouldn't say it wouldn't be the right thing. It would be stupid, but I'm just being honest. But okay, so now, that brings me to the question. This is my next real question. This brings me to my next question. Since you said that, yeah. do you think behavior like that is an asset or a liability? It's a liability for sure. Put it like this. Let, let's be real. I, I've been doing music for about five years, but I want to say that I've been really doing music business for the past two years. Uh-huh. It's about 90% business and 10% talent, right? That 90% business is pretty much how much money you can put on the table for somebody else to help you out. If I have a million dollars and somebody can help me with my million dollars, there's 10 other people with $10 million that could come to them. So if I'm already a liability... The reason why I asked about the asset and the liability, because if I have... One of the bigger things with some artists is the ego. I interviewed a platinum producer out of Texas. Um, his name is Morgan Matthews. I don't know if you heard of him. He's really quiet, a white guy, really quiet and so nice. But he produced for uh, Tony Lyons, 21 Savage, uh, Alicia Keys. And he told me a story about he was working with an artist when he first started out and he didn't know anything about the music business. And that um, he was working with this this um, duo, I would call them a duo, um, and they were singing gospel and it was supposed to be the next Mary Mary. And their mom was the manager and he was like, they were driving new cars and they had um, um, the songs on the radio and I wasn't getting anything. And so he didn't know anything about the music business. And so when he started working in the industry more, he started working with other artists and the artist, one of the artists that he worked with, um, got a big head. Um, she thought that the promotion that he was paying for, um, was her, was her talent. So when you were saying that, you know, it was messing you up. One of the things that I always tell artists with the bad attitudes, because, I have had an artist to come back at me with something ugly. I bet. Um, <laughs> in the year of 2014 alone, Spotify had 2 billion new artists to enter the music industry. Yeah. Which means I don't have to, or anybody don't have to deal with your same attitude. 
And as Morgan was saying, the person thought that it was their talent that was making it where they was going. And he was like, no, it's because I paid for promotion here and I made a phone call here and I done this and I done this. So um, one of the biggest things that I see is egos. So what part do you think ego plays for a successful artist? You gotta, you gotta kind of, that's why, you know what I mean? You ever heard smart people or, or, or business related people or successful people say that when they walk into a room, they be quiet and they observe, you know what I mean? And that's because you kind of got to figure out you got to balance it out. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to be the leader and the aggressor. And sometimes you got to sit back and watch and, and figure out what people can do for you and, and hear what they got to say. You know what I mean? You might walk in the room being the aggressor and the leader and say something before you even yeah. show the person. Somebody might walk in the room and, and say something and mess up their opportunity before they even shake the person's hand. But at the same time, you might walk in the room, sit back, sit down and stay quiet. And the person that could change your life might be right there. You know what I mean? So you gotta kind of learn how to how to balance it out. You know what I mean? That's how I, that's how I feel. Okay. So tell me, what do you think your biggest asset is as an artist? My biggest what? Say it again. Your biggest asset as an artist. Um, I could I could actually make music. What you mean make music? Explain it. Um, I feel like if you give me an R and B hook. Or you give me to work with a gospel singer and I got to rap about gospel rap, I could make it happen. I'm, I could actually, I could, I feel like I can go in the studio with anybody and, and make a song. Okay. So tell me, what are your goals for the future? What you got coming up next? Um, Coming up next, I got a new video. Matter of fact, go check me out on YouTube. Zay Man, go look me up. Right now, my my new vi my last video all night. I think it's at about fifty nine thousand streams. Once I get to sixty thousand streams, I got a new video for y'all. So that's coming up next. Um, I'm about to get back in the studio in here, start working, drop a new EP soon. People been asking me for it, and my goals is pretty much. I just got the LLC for Kush Gang ENT. I got the, the the label working, so I'm gonna start helping other artists and. Start paying some bills off of streams. That's really the goal. You know what I mean? And, and just keep still moving. And stop putting my personal money into the music and, and maybe start to get it recycling and, and pay for itself. That's that's really the goal right now. Okay. Well, I thank you for coming. Is there anything else you want to add? Your social media handles, where people can find you. Again, your latest single. Anything that you want anybody to know about Zayman? Uh, Zay pretty much. Appreciate you. Hope I hope I find some more people like you. Definitely. You know what I mean? You definitely <laughs> someone that uh seems like it's gonna help me out in the future. Uh, check out my new single, Zayn Man Only Fans. That's on all platforms. Look me up, Zayn Man underscore Kush Gang on all platforms. And uh just look out for new music. It's coming real soon. All right. Y'all heard him. And, oh, and for you, I need your uh I need an address and your shirt size. I got some merch for you. Oh, I like this sweet. I got some for you too. <laughs> And <laughs> clothing. Look that um, up too. Don't forget, you can find us on IGTV, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Pandora, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, all those good places. Uh, it's Blind, Inte uh, Blind Intelligence, it's indie music, 
Hustle with Blind Intelligence. I'm your host, Miss Bronnie, and we will see you again next week. Bye. Thank you. Appreciate you.